Good evening. I always say that one of the things I do, especially when I'm on call as a priest, is I answer calls. Someone calls, I want confession. Okay, I'm on call. Show up. Another one says, Father, I need anointing, last rites. So we always do Condell, Lake Forest, Barrington a lot. And sometimes when you go to give last rites to someone, sometimes it's kind of sad and sometimes kind of joyful, actually. I remember very well one of my friends who was towards the end of her life. She was a very lovely woman, always making jokes, even to the end of her life. So when I go there, I always ask them, so are you ready? H1, H2. Well, H1 means heaven, H2 means the other place, with H, hell. So then when I ask her, so are you ready? She said, of course I'm ready. So I ask her, so where are you going? She says, well, I don't care. I have friends in both places. <laughs> I say, I like your confidence. But it's also very true to all of us that in the time of this Elton season, God is calling us to slow down in whatever we do. In our life, our life can get so busy that we forget to reflect the meaning of our life, the purpose of our life, or the mission of our life. That's why we realize that in today, the greetings are emphasizing the mission and identity. We know that in the first reading from Exodus, Moses is describing how the Israelites should come and bring an offering of the first fruits to the altar. And then he says, these are things they're going to do when you bring your gift. Actually, this, this is what they call the Feast of the Pentecost. They bring their first fruit, offer it to God, and listen to the history of their salvation. The first one is talking about how their fathers, he says it was a wandering Armenian. This goes back to Abraham. When God called Abraham from, uh, from his place to Canaan, and then how they moved from Canaan to Egypt. Then the second was how God called them from Egypt, serving them from slavery, into the desert, and they became a nation. And then the third one is when they went into the promised land and God fulfilled his promises. So it was an encounter of re reviewing their history of salvation, how God formed them to be a nation. And that's why on this feast of Pentecost, it was a time of thanksgiving for what God has done for them. That's why today, in our reading we see also during Lent is a time to thank God how God has what God has done in our lives first of all making us a nation through our baptism the salvation we've received through Jesus Christ and who we are as our identity on this first Sunday of Lent always the church gives us the readings about the temptation of Christ Jesus is baptized okay God has assured him, you are my beloved son. And immediately, he's off to the desert for 40 days to be tempted. He's fasting. Now, 40 days in the biblical language means a very long time. It's not like the numbers, we you know, like 40 days. It's a long time, 40 days, 40 years. You remember Moses went for 40 days up the mountain. The Israelites spent 40 days in the wilderness. Elijah walked for 40 days to go to the mountain of the Lord. It's, it just means a long time. So 
for after all these year, days of fasting, so Jesus is definitely very, very hungry. And what happens? The tempter shows up. The first temptation is, well, you can turn these stones into bread. We all love bread. Even if the doctors say, cut on the bread, we still like the bread. But in this, the temptation is not really about bread itself. It's a reflection of the materialism in our world. Say, we all like to be everything that comes out. We want to grab on them. So the church is telling us the first temptation is about materialism. The second, it says, well, you see, if you worship me, I'm going to give you all these kingdoms. It's about political power, a temptation to grasp on the political power. And the third temptation, it takes him up on Jerusalem, the mountain of the Lord. It's a spiritual power. So all these are the temptations we have. But on the other hand, they are also the gifts God has given us. The first temptation of bread, you can call it turning the stone into bread, it's about the, good, the goods God has given us, which is not a bad thing. He knows we need them. But the danger is for us to make them the only important thing in our life. That's always the danger that the church is telling us. The second, of course, is the political power. The political power is meant to serve each and every one in love. But so many times, those who have it, they misuse it. We know what's happening in Ukraine and Eastern Europe now, in Africa, every place. The political power, the temptation to dominate. The third one is the spiritual power. We know how all of us who have used the spiritual power, look at our bishops, our popes, our cardinals, our priests, all of us, we may use, misuse this power. So these temptations set for us, Jesus is teaching us, these are the key things we should watch in our lives. So during this time of Lent, the question is, where is your temptation? Where is your temptation? And the good thing is one, you will never be tempted in something you can't do. No, the devil knows that. If you know you're not a murderer, you are tempted you're gonna kill someone. If you know you're inclined to that, oh yeah, he'll use that to tempt you. So where are your inclinations? This time of Lent is inviting us to look ourselves and see where are my inclinations? Where are my temptations? Also, there is a solution to this. Jesus didn't fail. He wasn't tempted because they want to try to see if Jesus can fall. The temptation for Jesus were just a distraction from his mission. The mission was to go and die on the cross to save the people. But when he says, I'll make you a political messiah, that's a distraction. Very many times in his ministry, he has these distractions. But he was aware of who he is, his identity, and his mission. So the first way to defeat our temptations is to know who we are. Who are you? I believe if all of us, we knew who we are, that we are all children of God, and we are all here for mission in life, in purpose. I always tell the kids in our school that if you can't help someone, at least don't hurt them. Our mission is to serve someone. Sometimes you need someone to be with you in your dark days, your dark times. So if you can't be there for them, at least don't hurt them. 
So during this time of Lent, God is inviting us that the journey we began is a journey of self-reflection. I take a look in my life and say, this is who I am. But above all this, I am a child of God and I have a mission. I may have failed before, it's on the end. What made Jesus go through a temptation? The Holy Spirit. Those are telling us, filled with the Holy Spirit after baptism, he goes in the desert. We've all received the gift of the Holy Spirit. There are some students I see here who were confirmed yesterday. They received the Holy Spirit. All of us have been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. He is there to help us in our weakness. Secondly, is to know scripture. When the devil says, well, it's written, use the scripture. And so is Jesus uses scripture. It's also written. So let us ask God to give us the grace that as we begin this journey of land, what is your purpose? What do you intend to be, to achieve by Easter? It's a journey we all, we all work together. So at the end of the day, when I come to celebrate Easter, will I become a better person? Or I'll remain the same. We have to take a journey to ourselves, and God is there to help us. Let us pray for one another during Lent, asking God to help us to grow closer as the people he has formed. The Lord be with you.